But today, buyers are back in the market, even though it's been cooled off and not as strong as it used to be. And they're willing to put hard money deposit, but maybe it's not a million dollars, maybe it's a quarter million or a hundred thousand. So the numbers have shifted a bit, which is a sign of softening. So we kind of shifted overnight from a strong seller's market to a somewhat buyer's market. And I say somewhat buyer's market because you still cannot get institutional grade assets at a discount. You still pay a premium if it's in the right location, if it's 2000 plus vintage with a very strong tenant base. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fourth season of Ready to Scale. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. Real estate investing is not rocket science, but it's not a fairy tale either. It's an incredible investment vehicle that builds and grows wealth. I have done it, and this is why so many of the wealthiest people in America, and in the world actually, invest in real estate as well. Listen in every week to learn about all the different real estate asset classes, which strategies experienced and successful investors use to live their best lives, and the processes to do it. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just listen in every week to grow your knowledge along with me and to move your finances to a place where you can live an extraordinary life. This show is sponsored by my company, Blue Lake Capital, where we help passive investors grow their wealth through large multifamily investments and funds. To learn more about my company and invest in with me, visit www.bluelake-capital.com. Welcome to Ready to Scale Season 4. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ready to Scale. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. I know I've been away for a while, but I'm back at least for today. And today I want to talk to you about the state of the market. Things have changed. Oh my God, they have changed. And as someone who is living and breathing real estate, I'm excited to share those changes with you. So first and foremost, the real estate market has started showing early signs of cooling off. And when I say that you know the market has been cooled off, I mean that I definitely see fewer deals in the market. There are multiple reasons for why that is happening. But first and foremost, many sellers, you know, they still remember how much they could have gotten for their asset a month ago, two months ago. And right now, it's probably much harder to get to those prices. And the reason being is that the debt has changed. I'm going to touch on debt in a few minutes. But if LTVs went down from 75% to 50%, it means that buyers can pay a much lower amount for the same asset. And so sellers are not so much inclined to put their asset in the market. They want to wait until the debt scene will you know, improve. So we don't see a lot of deals. In addition, August is always tricky because it's summertime. And behind every asset, there's a person many times with a family or by himself, or herself wanting to travel. School is around the corner. And so there's a lot of things that make a lot of sellers kind of preoccupied and not focus on acquisitions. And so for those two reasons, the number of deals we've seen in the market are way down. Now, even though there's early signs of cooling off in the real estate market, 
And it also means that there are fewer offers for each deal. So if I used to compete with 12 other companies right now for every asset, there's maybe five to seven different offers. So significantly down because also some groups just decided to wait on the sidelines. And even still, there's competitive prices. So even though we're competing with fewer groups, almost every time, there's still going to be that one group that is offering bid up by a million dollars in the last minute because they wanted to win the deal because they have money sitting aside or they basically rely on fees to make sure that they survive. And so they're more pressured to buy assets. And so there's still competitive prices out there, but we still see fewer offers and fewer deals. And I can share with you that when it comes to making an offer and winning a deal, hard money is very important. So when we're talking about hard money, we're basically talking about the non-refundable deposit that you put from day one or three or seven days after you signed the agreement. And the hard money, there was a short period of time where hard money was not necessary, at least not in the markets that we're active in. But today, buyers are back in the market, even though it's been cooled off and not as strong as it used to be. And they're willing to put hard money deposit, but maybe it's not a million dollars, maybe it's a quarter million or a hundred thousand. So the numbers have shifted a bit, which is a sign of softening. So we kind of shifted overnight from a strong seller's market to a somewhat buyer's market. And I say somewhat buyer's market because you still cannot get institutional grade assets at a discount. You still pay a premium if it's in the right location, if it's 2000 plus vintage with a very strong tenant base. And so that's basically what's happening on the acquisition side. On a debt side, and I talked about it earlier, LTVs are down, which makes it sometimes hard to win a deal. So if you could pay a certain amount, if you knew that you could borrow the money at, you know, 70% LTV loan to value, now we're talking about 50%, 55%, which means that you need to put much more equity. So the profits are being distributed amongst much higher number of investors or in much more capital that you're going to put on the table and invest in a deal, which basically puts more pressure on returns. And we have seen returns being compressed. So for the most part, we're looking returns at IRR between 11 and 13%. 14 plus is excellent right now, and we don't see it a lot on a five-year hold. And in terms of cash on cash, we really, what we see in the market in those assets that present well, that have higher occupancy, higher collections, no issue with bad debt and tenants that are late to pay, when it comes to those assets, we're basically looking at 4 to 5% cash on cash. And AAR, so average annual returns, which is distributions on a monthly basis plus sale proceeds, we still look at around 20 plus percent, but it just takes time. So as rents are going up, also expenses, which put some pressure on cash flow. And that leads me to my third point of the state of the market right now in August. 2022, is that when it comes to the performance, the property's performance, yes, rents have been increasing across the U.S. It's not a secret. We all know what's going on with inflation. And so on one hand, you're going to say, hey, if rents are basically up, we expect higher cash flow. Yes and no, because the expenses, on the other hand, are also impacted. 
So it's harder to hire maintenance guys, for instance. You need to offer them higher salaries to attract them. Utilities have been up since COVID started because more tenants are staying at home, working from home, and so they're using more utilities. You know, they pay their electricity, but water, for instance. And so there's some things that some expenses that have increased since then. And some cities have found creative ways to put more pressure on owners by charging higher property taxes. So you have forces that are countering the increase in income. And so just keep that in mind that rents are still up, but you have to be diligent as an owner and manage the assets in a smart way to make sure that your expenses are not overly high and are not eroding basically and taking away the delta from the increase in rents. So that's the state of the market today in the U.S. multifamily, August 2022. Market is basically showing signs of cooling off. The debt is basically more conservative, harder to get. Rents are up, but so do expenses. So having said all that, there's still deals to be made in the market. There's still opportunities. Multifamily is still a very, very strong asset class. And if you invest right, if you invest in a smart way, you can still make money. And it's all about adjusting your expectations, being patient, being diligent, and being conservative, and you can still win. That's it for today, guys. Again, my name is Ellie Perlman. It was my absolute pleasure to be here today. Be bold, be brave. I'll see you on the next episode. Keep investing in real estate. Take care. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.